Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to High Trust Coaching Live. I am Hope Horman. I'm the Divisional President for High Trust Coaching, and today I have with me Coach Dan Munford. So, good morning, Dan. Good morning. How are you? Good to be here. Thanks for having me again. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. We're we're becoming a we're becoming a a thing now. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So um, today, I think we I thought Dan and I thought it would be a great idea to bring some master coaching to some of our managers, leaders, and you know in the industry. And Dan is just the oh golly, he's just a rock star when it comes to recruiting (laughs) and developing you know relationships and and acquiring and reach and and I guess recruiting the right people and attracting the right people. So and we're going to talk about how applying the high trust business practices and methodologies to recruiting. So Dan, let's 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 get started. Are you ready? I am. I'm really excited about this actually. I know. <laughs> it's so much fun. Okay, so the first step in high trust coaching is the approach. So Dan, you want to take us through the approach? Well, let's let um, real quick. Let, let me take one step back okay. from approach, sure. and let's talk about why. Okay. So, as a leader in the mortgage industry, we need to know why we're recruiting and why what we're building. Mm-hmm. So, as as we think about this, what are who do we need, who do we want, and why do we want them? And so as I, as I talk about that, I, I have, a, I have a, a, a thing I say to my loan officers within uh, my group, and that is we're looking for the right people and we're looking for good people. You know, I say to my loan officers, hey, it's too late in my career for me to um, need any drama in the office. So as I'm looking for people, I'm not just looking for anyone. Mm-hmm. I have to know why and what I'm doing. So as I look at that, I think, all right, I want to create a phenomenal environment for all of my loan officers to build upon and be able to grow, right? Mm -hmm. And so as I approach these people, it's usually from the heart. And it's usually a, a situation where when we have our first meeting, it's really, really fun because I start out with, why are you in the business? Or you know, what's important to you about being successful, just Mm -hmm. like we would a realtor approach, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Dan, let's uh, just, I want to kind of unpack that a little bit on the why, um, if you would, because that's, that's a very important element and it's something we talk to our master level coaching people a lot. So do you have a vision, a mission statement as to (laughs) what your organization is going to be and, and what would that, what does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So I write down every day, um, bring my company to Utah with love and with the right people. So I I literally write that down on my, it's right here. (laughs) And I write it down every single day right here. So it's really cool to, to know what, where I'm coming from as far as, uh, the perspective of why and and what I'm trying to build, and that is the right place for the right people that are not going to cause issues at all. Mm-hmm. 
And that's really, really fun to do. So, and then, and then also I have a personal vision statement and a personal um, uh, mission statement that I tie that into as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, and that's, I think that that's probably the very first step whenever you're growing a team or expanding a team. I know that as everybody knows, and as you well know, that we're, you know, we're in the process right now of bringing, bringing in more coaches for high trust coaching. And not only is that role a very unique role, but it is a culture, Dan, as you well know, that we've created already within the high trust environment. And so when I'm bringing in those people, they have to fit that criteria of culture as well. Um, yeah, for sure. That vision, and most importantly, to fit Todd's vision of what he's, you know, what he's ex- invested 27 years of his life into. Um, so, you know, it's, it's very, very important, you know, to have that vision. And so that when you identify those people that are the right people, um, then, you know, you'll, you'll know them when you see them, right? Yeah. And, and we utilize, or I utilize the high trust interview to mm-hmm. find out if they're a good fit. Yeah. So let's talk about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's really fun. As a matter of fact, I had one the other day and uh, within within I'd say about 15 minutes we had we had unpacked um, that he was raised by a single mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had unpacked that he had four children uh-huh. and that him and his wife's focus was to focus on the children so that they can become great human beings. Mm-hmm. And um, it was phenomenal. We, we had, it was probably 45 minutes of high trust interview and then maybe 15 minutes of, you know, when should we have our next meeting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was really great. And actually kind of strangely enough, he will yeah. be coming to work for me on the 15th. Oh, <laughs> oh congratulations. Mazel tov yeah. on that. Yeah. So <laughs> really exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, Dan, I think that, you know, one of the things that um, I, and I think that if you're established or, or a savvy recruiter, you know, that, you know, that, you know, you know, that sometimes it takes time and sometimes sure. it takes, you know, a few, you know, meetings and that type of thing. So one of your comments to me that you've made is to take it slow. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Well, we, we've got to remember that this is a huge decision. This is a gigantic decision. We can't be in a hurry to just drag people through the door as fast mm-hmm. as we can. We can't mm-hmm. think of about filling seats. We can't mm-hmm. think about um, production. We yeah. have to think about the right people. And so as we're doing that and as we're going slow, what I mean by that is I like to have multiple, multiple meetings. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of meetings, and mm-hmm. and as a matter of fact, one guy that I'm in the midst of recruiting right now, we're bringing onto our team. I like to say bringing onto our team, not necessarily recruiting. I, I right. hate the word recruiting, <laughs> <laughs> but but bringing him onto our team, and um, and I like to I like to ask them to write down as many questions as they can think of. As many questions as they can think of. What do you What do you need as a person? Um, how do you feel about? Uh, are you coachable? Um, all sorts of things. Uh, what are your needs uh, to make a transition? What are and, and and we go through every little teeny detail. Matter of fact, we priced four loans today, and then we also talked about his wife. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> as you're as you're, uh, and, and, and that's another thing that's really, really important is this isn't a single decision for one person. This is a decision mm-hmm. for him and his family. 
Mm-hmm. So it's always nice mm-hmm. to, I offer up a conversation with the spouse as well, mm-hmm. which is, which is really important because she's a yeah. key decision maker for that decision. Exactly. Absolutely. And it kind of gives them, you know, a, a bit of a voice as well. I know that that, that piece is so important. I know that um, during my Wells Fargo days, one of the things that I did um, every time we brought on a new team member, um, and, uh, you know, someone onto our team is I sent, um, you know, roses to the wife. Saying, <laughs> That's so Wells awesome. <laughs> you know, and I love that. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a great idea. It was received well. You know, my Ella was super happy saying thank you for sending the roses. And we just want them <laughs> to make to make sure they feel as though, you know, we know that we know you're there and and thank you and and, and welcome sure. to the family. Welcome to the team. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes a big difference when you can when you can include everybody that's involved in that, you know. Yes. It's really, Absolutely. really important. And so as I go on to these, these meetings, I, uh-huh. I, I like to have a little bit of structure and a little bit of planning in my, in my process. Okay. And so as I do so, um, meeting number one is obviously the high trust interview. And then at the end of that, I really don't want to go into um, the company at all because mm-hmm. I truly believe um, people don't leave companies for another company. Mm-hmm. They believe they they leave companies and come to your team for um, the leader for you for yeah. you yeah. yeah and so yeah. if if you're if you're providing the needs that they they have and and making sure that you're doing it from the heart and mm-hmm. making sure that you're creating an ability for them to grow as a human being not just as a producer mm-hmm. then you're creating value. You're massively creating value. So that meeting number two is dissecting their business. So as, as, as I go along here, I want everybody to realize that, um, that we don't talk about what the company needs and has until probably the fifth meeting, maybe the sixth. And so the reason I do that is because, like I said, people don't leave companies for stuff. They leave companies for growth and leadership. And so I have a, I have a growth mindset, but not from a production level, but as Mm -hmm. a, from a human level. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how can we help you grow as a person? And Mm -hmm. so that helps quite a bit. So we, we, we dissect their business and find out some details about what they know about their own business Mm -hmm. and what we can teach them about their own business. Mm -hmm. And then meeting number three is the first page of their life plan. Mm -hmm. And I really like to dive into this because mine has helped me throughout my life uh, immensely and Mm -hmm. helped me grow as a human being. And so we dive into how to create the first page of your life plan. Mm -hmm. And as we do that, they, man, it's, it's really weird because, you know, sometimes I'll get emotional when I talk about my life plan because it's Mm -hmm. been such a a pillar in my life. And then, um, Meeting number four is the top five things that the 1% of salespeople do. And Mm -hmm. are you doing them? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's a really fun conversation because it's rare that they're Mm -hmm. doing those top five things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, and then we go on to the value of a, of a customer Mm -hmm. and what that means. And I I know most of the people that are listening probably, probably know the value of a customer because we've talked Mm -hmm. about it before, but we break it down into 
what is the five-year value of a customer and what is the five-year value of a partner? Mm-hmm. And it kind of blows their mind. Mm-hmm. You know, they've never really put a pencil to the value of a customer or a partner mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. And so that's really fun to dissect as well. I love, love, love um, getting to know people, you know? And so this helped these, these first five steps help me get to know them really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked, you spoke a minute ago, um, Dan, about, you know, getting a little teary when you talk about <laughs> you know, your why and your, you yeah. know, your life plan. And, you know, because it is, it connects, it just connects with yeah. your heart every time you say it. And I totally get that. And um, some of my LOs used to, um, uh, I would have these, in my initial conversations, my initial interviews were always about them as, as are you. And, and, you know, and I would ask them, you know, what's important to you and, and, and what does success look like? And, and why is that important to you? And when we kind of get down to it, they start having conversations about, I want to be a great mother. I want to be a role model. I want to be a great husband. Yeah. I want to be a great father. I want, you know, and they start to think about those things in a, in a very real way. And very often they start crying. Right? <laughs> you know, that's, that's the one thing about utilizing the high trust interview, both as a producer going yeah. after partners and sure. as a team leader going after new members of your team mm-hmm. is you create trust very quickly with the high trust interview mm-hmm. and it creates massive connection and massive emotion. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because when this happened, when this happened with this recruit, um, <laughs> I love to tell this story because it was, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> we were talking about the life plan and what it meant mm-hmm. to me. And I mm-hmm. pulled out the first one I had ever written. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny because it's in a journal in my drawer mm-hmm. and I started to read the first page and I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. And he's like, no, 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 that's okay. Mm-hmm. I really, really appreciate where this is going and, and what that means to you, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I was, I was just yeah, shell shocked myself at sure. how it affected me to yeah. read the first page of that life plan and mm-hmm. then to compare the 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 goals that I had set, mm-hmm. what two decades ago almost, mm-hmm. and uh, and then compare it to where I was today with mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and that allowed him to see a side of me mm-hmm. that I don't think he would have seen otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, which mm-hmm. was cool. It was really really cool. Really fun. Yeah. It is. You know, when we allow ourselves to be a little vulnerable, um, we're always afraid to be, allow ourselves to be vulnerable. But I think that's where a lot of the magic is. That's where the connection is, is when you ask someone what's important to you about success and you kind of go deep on that. It takes that success idea out of the head and into the heart. Right. Absolutely. And that's when it really starts to resonate. And that's when it really kind of starts to grow some momentum. Right. Yeah. Success isn't about numbers. No. Success is about your why. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can get to that deep connection early on, man, it really goes a long way. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I hadn't implemented this in every call this year. I hadn't Mm -hmm. implemented every single step and now it's literally written down and these are the steps I take, but, but there Mm -hmm. were a couple of calls this year where I didn't take the same exact approach and Mm -hmm. I had a massively different result. I probably had at the beginning of the year, pre-COVID, 
Um, I probably had seven or eight meetings where I hadn't made my plan specific. And so I think the key, one of the other keys to building a great team Mm -hmm. is having a plan to build a great team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because I've had a lot of conversations with some of these people since, and they didn't, they haven't gone anywhere near as well as the uh, most recent, I'd say six or seven because of the plan, you know? Right. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, Dan. Um, let's talk about some of the hurdles, struggles, and, you know, the red flags. So, um, you know, what is your conversation? What does your conversation sound like when um, an LO says, you know, well, my manager this or my manager that, and really starts complaining about the company and or their manager? What, where, what, are, the, what are the red flags with you in that conversation? And what does that sound like? Well, most of the time, if they, I haven't had a lot of complaining about their immediate manager, um, but a little bit. And when they do, I say, man, that's, that's really a bummer. And, and then I move on mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and talk about the positive sides mm-hmm. of, of uh, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So I always, I always take a, a, a negative and turn it into a positive because, and if, if, it, it's, if it's constant complaining, that might be a, a red flag to to walk away. Yes, exactly. And that's one of the things that's that I okay. Yeah, and that's okay. You know, one of the, I, one know, of the, I don't think this is a fit. One of the things Todd says a lot is there's enough people out there to do business the way you want to do business. And mm-hmm. so don't do business with people that don't. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's do business the way we do business yeah. and find the people that fit that way of doing business. Yeah. You know, I think that that's probably been, you know, the winning ticket, you know, when working with our master level coaching members and, you know, when we first start this, this journey of, you know, recruiting and hiring people, whether it be support staff and or sales staff. And um, we kind of have to really get a commitment that we're going to hire the right person. The person is the right fit. And that we're not yeah. going to hire out of a sense of urgency or, you know, we're overwhelmed. We need people. We need a body, as you said earlier. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I just, <clears throat> I think that by virtue of the fact that we actually, we actually stick to that, to that agreement, the right person. Um, it does very key. filter for everything else. Don't you think? It's very key. And let me talk about what happens if you don't, because I have done that as well. <laughs> I have been a chair filler in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, when I worked at a different company and I was initially learning how to build teams, I didn't know what I know now. Therefore, I ended up with 84 loan officers mm-hmm. doing approximately 30 uh, million a year or a, a month in production. Sure. And 84 loan officers doing 30 million, you got a lot of low producers. And mm-hmm. so what happened is I had to influx the law of the broom. And I remember that. I remember it so clearly. I went from 84 loan officers and in a two-year period of time down to 44. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I built it back up to 50 with the help of everybody around me, Mm -hmm. not just me. It was, it's never just you, you know, you, you, you always have that help around you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that those 50 were doing a hundred million per month. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So as you as you influx the law of the room, or if you're currently in a, a, a manager or a leader or a vice president that has a lot of low producers, mm-hmm. and you do influx the law of the room, I'm here to tell you that it works, <laughs> and it works very very well. So. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of depends on the team that, and again, it goes way back again to your original vision of what you want to yeah. grow and what you want to have, you know, what you want to, you know, create. And, you know, I mean, I, I've had more than one conversation with one of our master level coaching members where we have those, you know, those lower producers that are consistent, but lower producers. And there's always that, um, I guess that challenge with, you know, well, they're consistent and they write a couple loans a month and that type of thing. And I'm always asking the question, how are they serving the rest of the team? You know, are, are they bringing the key other question. value to the team? Right. Yeah. Well, and, and what happens, and, and this is sad and, and, and it just is what it is. And if, if they're coachable, then you can build them up and bring them into a situation where they're not affecting the rest of the team. However, mm-hmm. what happens with a, a super low producer that does a month, a, a loan a month or a loan a quarter is they're, they're, they're not learning as fast as everybody else because they're not involved in their business. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at that, what happens is it takes away from everybody else's time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they become a problem to the processor, mm-hmm. to the underwriter, mm-hmm. to the closer and funder, because they don't know what mm-hmm. should be going on because they're not consistently producing. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to be really, really careful there with, um, with our teams right. and make sure that they're, they're not only a good fit, but they're actually learning at the same pace as a high producer. Mm-hmm. The high producer, high producer, just learns as they go, and it just it just continually happens because the, we all know this business is is constantly, most ridiculously changing every moment of every moment. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so if they're not involved, then they've they've missed something here mm-hmm. or there, and it causes a time suck. Sure, is what I call it. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So in, a, in more ways than one. Um, so, okay. So yeah. let's talk about um, the close. So you've had okay. several meetings, you know, you've decided this is a person. Do you, is there a close or do you have a close? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, most of the time it's organic. Okay. Um, but, but there always comes a point, whether you're, whether you're bringing a realtor onto your team to work with, or you're bringing a new person into your, your company to work for mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. there's, there always comes a point where you probably will have to say, not with everybody, but you probably will have to say, so are you a hundred percent? Mm-hmm. Are you a hundred percent? How do you feel about this? And are you a hundred percent? And, um, I've actually had to do that a couple of times and, and it's kind of funny because the, the immediate answer is yes. They, mm-hmm. they, they want to answer yes. Sure. And, yeah. and it's interesting. Um, I had one guy being recruited by two companies at the same time. So me and, and one other company at the same time. And I said, I said, so are you a hundred percent or are you, where are you leaning mm-hmm. this direction or that direction? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm okay. If you lean that direction, mm-hmm. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. If you, if you feel like we are not a good fit and I can't add value and growth to your life, mm-hmm. then that's okay. 
Sure. And it was it was interesting. He said, "I'm I'm leaning towards you guys." Mm-hmm. And then uh, about three days later, I said, "Are you still a hundred percent?" And he said, "Yeah, I'm a hundred percent." I said, "Okay, let's sign your contract." Right, right, good, good. Yeah, no, I, and that's that's terrific. I think it's just I think it's not so much maybe the close as it is the buy-in. You know, based yeah. on based on our prayer conversations, based on everything that we've talked about, based on everything that we I, I presented to you, do you think this is a basis that you know in an environment that you feel as though you could be truly successful in? Yeah. Right. So you're and, getting the buy-in. It's not them saying yes to the to the to the agreement, but it's their buy-in saying yes or no. Yeah. Or you know, where yeah. are the gaps? Yeah, and, and and then if there's if there's not a buy-in, we can always go back to why. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. First of all, first of all, why are we even talking? Yeah. You know, well, that's always an interesting question because um, when, I, when I talk to people, they're not interested in moving companies. No one's interested in moving companies right now. But when I talk to them and I have a heart to heart, it becomes it becomes a friendship mm-hmm. that they want to be a part of and closer to. Yeah. And so as the as these meetings go on, I step them to our closer and closer friendship, which I I, I like to say this, you know, just continue to make friends and you'll mm-hmm. and you'll build and grow. Right. Right. Exactly. So Dan, we're coming up towards the end of our conversation and um, thank you so much for being, you know, for, for coming today and, and having this conversation. I've actually been looking forward to for quite some time. And (laughs) I know that our coaching members get a lot of value from me, from, you know, from, from you, uh, excuse me, from you. (laughs) Um, I get a lot of value from you, obviously, but talk to me a little bit about, um, talk to me a little bit about being a high trust coach and, and, um, you know, and, what it's done for you and your business and, and that type of thing. What is, what has it been for you to be a high trust coach? Well, and and I'm going to talk about me a little bit because I think, I think it's more, it's more about what it's, um, I get a lot of value out of it Mm -hmm. from, uh, from a, from a personal growth perspective. Mm -hmm. And so being a high trust coach is something that I decided to do because at this point in my career, I want to give back to the mortgage community. Mm-hmm. And, um, and crazy enough, it's not really that <laughs> mm-hmm. it's the opposite. It's the mortgage community giving back to me. So as I, as I coach and as I get the opportunities to help people, then I, I get so much from them and mm-hmm. it's so, it's so amazing. I really, really love being a high trust coach. It's really helpful in every aspect of my career. And it's also taught me that these methodologies are so important in every aspect of our life. Right. And so you can take, you can take the high trust methodologies and you can place them into your life and you can literally um, become what you want to become based on your why. Mm -hmm. And that's been helpful for me. I mean, from a personal growth standpoint, it's, it's unbelievable. It really is. So if you're thinking about becoming a high trust coach, get with hope and dive yeah. in because yeah. it, and if you're at a point in your career where you want to just give back to the mortgage community or get something back from the mortgage community, shall I say, mm-hmm. then this is, this is really, really rewarding. So yeah. Yeah, it's a tremendous forum. It's a it's a tremendous opportunity, and it's a tremendous um, uh, you know community. You know, our high trust coaches are advisors to each other. 
Um, and Absolutely. I think that, you know, I'm in the process right now of certifying a new group of coaches. I am obviously looking for round two for my October certification and I'm talking to having some amazing conversations. So if you want to see if you qualify to become a high trust coach, please do send me an email, hope.borman at hightrustcoaching.com. Um, and I think the last thing is, is sales mastery is two weeks away, Mr. Dan. I'm so excited. It's going to be so phenomenal. Front row seats for everybody. Exactly. (laughs) It's going to be so amazing. Todd has invested so much in this, and I think we've just impacted it with. And the cool thing is, is that, you know, everybody who is registered has this event for 30 days after Sales Mastery. So they can really take, you know, take the tools and strategies and ideas and implement them and um, and share them and that type of thing. So it's going to be an amazing event. Um, it's the first time that we're digital, but we're excited about it. So if you aren't registered, please don't, don't miss this. This is going to be a once in a lifetime event. So Dan, I want to thank you so much again. Um, for being on High Trust Coaching Live with me. And I look forward to the next time we get to talk. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. All right, bye-bye. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am super excited about Sales Mastery 2020, the live digital experience. This is the first time in the 28-year history of Sales Mastery that we've actually gone entirely digital, responding to the market, and we're going to be broadcasting the event live. What does this mean for you? Well, first of all, front row access. Yes, front row access to the longest-running event and most extensive training event in the industry, bar none, and 30 days of access to every session after the event has concluded. No airfare, no hotel reservations, no extra expenses, just cutting edge content from world-class speakers, trainers, and industry experts delivered straight to you in the comfort of your own office or home. Click the link in the show notes and check out the speakers, panels, and agenda. Over 30,000 professionals have already registered. Secure your spot today.